All right, good evening, Grace Point. Anybody out there watching? We're going through Matthew 16 on our Thursday night teachings, and we'll just dive right in. Father, I ask you to open the eyes of our heart. Father, open the eyes of our understanding, I pray in Jesus' name. Lord, teach us. Open our hearts to your word. Teach us what you were teaching your disciples. We want to follow you. Lord, I plead the blood. Cleanse us in the blood. So many people feel condemned and unworthy to do the things that you were teaching your disciples. They don't feel like they're worthy. Lord, I plead the blood over all of us. Let us know, Lord, that we are saved by grace through faith, that we're made right by you through faith, Father, and we have every right as sons of God to follow Jesus, just like your early disciples did. Give us that faith and that understanding, Father, today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'm going to stop. Jesus uh, told his disciples to beware of the teaching of the scribes and Pharisees. He was reminding him of the miracles. Those miracles were tutors or teachers. Those miracles are always teaching us something about God. He's revealing something about himself to us. Truly, if you're getting miracles all the time, God is revealing something about himself. We can get to the place where we don't need the miracles. Like say you get a miracle of healing. That miracle of healing is teaching you, okay, that God's a healer. Then we can just start believing God before you need the miracle. You know, you start believing God for your health and believing God for healing. You know, but that miracle of healing is teaching you that, hey, I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals you. You get that miracle. And, and the Lord would say, if you're sick and you're praying for a miracle, he'd say, hey, I've given you two healing miracles already. You know, didn't you learn the lesson? I am your healer. I am your health. Believe me. I have healed you. By my stripes, you are healed. Believe the miracles. Believe what I've already done because I taught you that lesson. You can believe that's just exactly who I am. If he does a miracle in your life, he's teaching you something through that miracle. And that's what Jesus was doing with his disciples. So we'll move on. When Jesus came to the coast, this is verse 13, chapter 16. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his followers, who do men say that I am? And they said, some say you're John the Baptist. <laughs> well, I've said this before. Did they get that right? Was he John the Baptist? Some say you're Elijah, and others say you're Jeremiah or one of the prophets. People can be wrong about Jesus. I was talking to a guy this morning. And he's not a believer. He reads the Bible. He's trying. He wants to understand. He believes this maybe one day, this the next. He's wrong about Jesus. He doesn't believe Jesus is the Son of God. He's wrong about Jesus. Eh, next. <laughs> you know, I'm not, no. People have all type of beliefs about Jesus. He was a good man. Uh, he, uh, many Jewish rabbis today say he was a deceiver. They're out there. They, they rejected Jesus, and they still, many uh, Jewish teachers still reject Jesus. They're wrong about it. They don't know that he was their Messiah. People can be wrong about Jesus, just like they can be wrong about the Scriptures. You know, you're not going to be judged by my revelation of Jesus. You are required yourself to pray to get in the Word, 
to interact with the Holy Spirit and allow God to form your beliefs through the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit, and through acting on that. Paul said that the, those of Thessalonica, or those of Berea, rather, were more noble-minded than the Thessalonians because they searched the Scriptures to see if what Paul was teaching them was true. I always tell my congregation, anybody that's listening, I don't care if you don't agree with me in a certain way. If I'm teaching you things to give you life and to help you, I sure want you to see what I'm saying. But I want you to search the Scriptures. What do the Scriptures teach? See, these people had all these ideas, ideas about who Jesus was, and they were wrong. Are you wrong about Jesus? Well, how would you know? It's personal. It's the Word of God you're searching. It's the Holy Spirit that's in your heart, and it's the Word of God you search. Now, there are men. There, there's fundamentals of Christianity. I get that. Certain things you have to believe to be a Christian. But it's got to be personal with you. Otherwise, it just becomes a religion. You have to search the Scriptures. So I tell my people, you dig into the Word of God and you find out who you, inter you interact. One of the biggest things, one of the biggest deceptions I see it has been in my own life and in the body of Christ is we hear and we hear and we hear but don't do. And I think the biggest reason we hear and hear and hear, we have confusion about who, who Jesus is and, and we have confusion about who Jesus is because we're not taking time ourselves to ask, to seek, and to knock. Because Jesus said, Matthew 7, we already taught on it, whoever asks, they're going to get an answer. Whoever seeks, they're going to find. These are laws of the kingdom. And whoever knocks, the door is going to be opened unto them. And we need to be expecting when we're asking, seeking, and knocking. And then we have to be willing, okay, to do this message. We have to be willing to bring honor to God and to do what the Lord is telling us to do. Sometimes, because people don't really understand the goodness of God and the love nature of God, they're afraid to yield to God because they're afraid they may have to give something up. So they just hold the scriptures out here. You will never grow in God and you'll never experience, we will never experience the fullness of God if we don't hear to understand and then to obey by faith the lessons that were being taught. Jesus said that if we sought to give God honor, if any man seeks to give God honor, if anyone comes to him and they're willing to believe and they're willing to, he said, God will teach them. In other words, if you come to God with the pure and noble heart, ready to obey and believe him, he says, I will reveal myself to him. Flick over to Revelation chapter three, real quick. What am I doing in these teachings these last couple of weeks? I want you to interact with the Lord. I want you to study the Word of God. And I'm talking particularly about the Gospels. Interact with the Lord and learn from the Scriptures and believe the supernatural life that God wants you to live. Revelation 
He says um, in chapter 3 of Revelation, verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man or woman hear my voice and he opens the door, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he with me. That means if you hear Jesus knocking in the door of your heart and you open up, he'll come in. That means you have a noble and honest heart and you're willing to do what the Lord says. In the Old Testament, they had the law and they were expected to follow the laws. Those laws in the Old Testament were meant for their good. God never gives us anything to diminish us. He gave them those laws because if they kept those laws, they wouldn't be given doors to Satan to come in, you know, sexual sin, impurity, all these things he's teaching them about so Satan can't come in. But they weren't only required to obey the law of God, the written law. Over and over again, he told them that they had to obey his voice. They had to obey his active, present tense voice. John 10.10 says, Jesus says in John 10, he says, my sheep hear my voice. He said, if anyone is willing to know the teaching, if they're willing to know the teaching, he said, I'll teach them. So this, this should encourage our faith. This is not a message of condemnation. This is a, an exciting message that if you come to the Lord and you want to hear from God, He's knocking at your door, He will sit down and come in and He will teach you. That's exciting. He is a living God. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's not the God of the dead. He is the God of the living, and he's interacting with you. So these people didn't know who Jesus was. They said he was John the Baptist and Jeremiah and other prophets. And then Jesus turned. Brian, how long have I gone on this right now? Okay, perfect. Then Jesus turned, and he said, but who do you say that I am? And we're going to pick up right there next week. And if you're on Facebook Live,